Hello everyone, welcome to episode 4. Like I said last time, I was gonna talk about uh, chronic pain and more specifically chronic back pain and what might help if you suffer from that. Might because I'm not an expert, but I'm just gonna talk about my own experience. I don't want to make any promises here, but just offer you uh, uh, maybe a new perspective. So what inspired me to do this episode was that at the start of spring this year, I felt the urge to move my body after a long hibernation. And I started going to the yoga studio again, where I haven't been for the past four years because of, of course, COVID, but also mostly because I I had back pain and couldn't really move my body like I used to anymore. So just for the story, yoga was not just a hobby, but also my work. So the yoga world was kind of my second home. It was my go-to place. That's all where my, all my friends were and that's what where I taught and practiced, where, where I spent most of the, my time. And that's since I'm 20, that was since I wanted to do, become a yoga teacher. So, so the transition was definitely not easy when I had to stop from one day to the next. And I'd love to share more about the details, <laughs> the detailed struggles. But in this episode, I will focus on more what I've learned throughout um, the journey. And I'll just say this, uh, it was not easy at all. And I feel you, if you if you are listening to this and you are suffering from any kind of chronic pain, it sucks. But my main message for you today is it can actually get better. It's not all going downhill from here, if you believe it. So more about that later. And I, so I'll share. So I was 29 when I started to have pain. It's pretty young. And at the beginning, I was also thinking, oh my God, what am I going to look like when I'm 60? Um, especially the days where I was bent forward and couldn't really straighten up, especially when I would see someone old and really bent forward, like with the the back, like kind of in a moon shape or banana shape, I'd really think, oh my God, I'm going to look like that. I'm not that far away. (laughs) But it's funny now, but it definitely wasn't. But I learned to believe that I was actually gonna feel I was actually going to feel much better later on. So I was really thinking, okay, in ten years, twenty years, thirty years, I'm gonna feel better than now. And I I had listened to enough Dr. Joe Dispenza or in his um his in and the people who who do his meditation their stories to actually believe it that it was not all going downhill and that you can heal yourself etc if you are not familiar with Dr. Joe Dispenza's work i highly recommend you to either read a book or listen to a podcast or check out his website. It's, it's really interesting. 
And of course, there are many, many people who have healed themselves and help others to heal themselves. So that was kind of the bubble I was in. So that was would be my first recommendation or point to not go into the fear because it's only going to make things worse. Stress is not good. We all know that. It makes your muscles tighten and weakens the immune system. So instead, start to make it a practice to trust your body and trust that it has the wisdom to heal itself and that it won't be like that forever. And uh, if you don't believe it right away, it's totally fine, totally normal because we're not used to hearing these things. Maybe you can... Like I said, get into Dr. Joe Dispenza's work or hear other kind of magical stories where people have healed themselves from the craziest illnesses. And that definitely helps. Because if, if, if they can do it, so can you. My second point would be acceptance. Accept the fact that you currently have pain. And this will actually also kind of relax your system and not put additional stress on your body. Of course, it's hard, it sucks. There are things you might not be able to do anymore. And I'm not saying it's an easy step, but maybe you can, like I had to do some kind of grieving of my former life. Maybe you can do the same thing if there are things you cannot do anymore or attend to practice for now accepting that you cannot do them anymore like i couldn't go to the yoga studio anymore i couldn't be in this i mean i could have been in this bubble i could have stayed there but it also enabled me to see something different and now looking back of course well now i'm going back to the yoga studio so it's all good but i had to i had to really be okay with changing my habits changing my movement practice I always knew I would be able to move again because I because I had this deep trust, this knowing inside of me that it would get better. Now, I'm nowhere near what I used to be doing with my body, but I know that it's slowly coming back. And even if it would not come back totally, I would be fine with it. I can totally do something else, although it is my favorite thing. It is my favorite kind of practice. I I have to say I didn't really find anything else I liked. And I've tried so many things. I've tried spin class, which is is fun but exhausting and only doesn't work on the flexibility. Only the cardio and the your butt, I guess. Um, I've tried Pilates. Not my thing. I've tried the gym. Oh my god. Anyway, but I would be fine with it. I'd, I'd go hiking or something. <laughs> my third point would be to ask yourself the question, is the pain serving me in some way? I know that's a trigger warning, but be honest with yourself. You don't have to tell anyone. Notice if someone is taking care of you, finally, when you're in pain, or if there are things you cannot do, even though you'd love to, 
or so you think or say, is it bringing you some kind of benefit? And it might be a subconscious benefit. Or um, fourth point, maybe you need needed a well-deserved break that you don't allow yourself to take and your body makes you. It's a classic. Like often we have the flu and it sucks because we have to cancel all our plans and work. <laughs> But also we can finally read that book we've had on our shelf for the past six months, right? We can make nice food. We can finally chill. So often we don't allow ourselves or the mind doesn't allow the body to chill. So the body speaks louder and it always wins. And I, I, I'm guessing we all need to take a break more than, more than we do. And point five, just like I talked about listening to your body for answers regarding decision making on episode two, you can also ask your body, what does it mean now? What does the pain mean? But you have to, to ask <laughs> your body in a gentle way. It would be like asking a little kid who comes towards you if when it gets hurt and you ask him or her gently not yelling at him unless you are a french mother but with curiosity and 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 being gentle you ask what's up what what do you have and i actually did a blog post about that a few months ago because i i did exactly that and <laughs> the answer came from I was listening at that at that moment when I asked a question to my body I was listening to a podcast with uh, Elizabeth Gilbert who was a guest and she was saying her guru in India said any talent that you have you do not use becomes pain so For me, that was my answer. And just be open to where or how the answers or answers are going to come from or basically how they come or from where. You could also, if you want to dig deeper, journal about the following questions or journal about what I just talked about. You could journal about... When did it start? Around what time? When did the pain start? And what was happening in your life at that moment? Was there some kind of change? Novelty? What kind of people were there? What was happening? What were you doing? Are there situation? <laughs> Are there situations in your life when... Or where you don't experience pain. Like for me, it's on holiday, for example. <laughs> I can sit 10 hours in a plane. And if it's to land on the other end of the world uh, at the ocean, you can be sure I won't have pain. Even though sitting in general is really not good for my back. Sitting for an extended period of time. I even sometimes... One hour can be too much. So definitely stress-related to some extent for me. If it's hard for you to answer those questions, you can also 
have someone holding space for you, a coach or a therapist, because it's going to be much easier with someone. And I can tell you it's worth every penny in your time. You could also, of course, try alternative therapies like acupuncture, craniosacral therapy, osteopathy, whatever it is. What I recommend in general is to go see someone who knows how to make the connection between body and mind and soul even better. Choose someone you feel comfortable with. Your intuition will know. I tell you this little story. One of the first therapists I went to see when uh, when the pain started was an osteopath and <laughs> and after the third time so i went to see him maybe like every couple like yeah every couple of weeks and the third time he said or he asked rather how old are you and when i told him my age he frowned And he didn't say it like this, but what it meant was, mm, you're fucked. <laughs> so I never went back because then I go into fear, right? If someone tells me, oh, there's nothing I can do for you, you are hopeless. You're a hopeless case. No, you want to choose someone who is going to believe in the power of your own body to heal, for healing. And then I had therapists like that and they were like, no, nothing's wrong with you, you're fine. And yeah, it's much more motivating because again, the fear is going to cause contraction, is going to cause whatever. I'm not a scientist, but we all know that fear or stress is not good. So choose your therapist wisely. And what I'd like to add also is that sometimes it's okay to not know. Sometimes we can ask ourselves a billion questions and won't find the answer and time will be the only thing that will help or tell. Uh, one of my craniosacral therapy teacher didn't do anything for his back pain for seven years. <laughs> He simply trusted that it would take care of itself and it did. You just need patience. I know easier said than done. But that's why I share uh, what I shared so far. Because seven years is... <laughs> I mean, it took me four or five years. And I still feel some days, like some days there is pain. And I mean, we're human, no? There, there might be pain from time to time. It's normal. But that's one perspective to wait and trust that the body will heal itself and... Of course, he meditated a lot also in the process and was a lot in stillness, I think. Well, he's a craniosacral therapist, so yes, he was a lot in, in stillness, in silence. Uh, what also helps me on a very practical, uh, on the physical level now, is gentle movement, like gentle stretches and walking are my two go-tos. I feel like it's if you can walk, of course, that's a really good one. And stretch, gentle stretching, roll and release, restorative. That's pretty good. Strengthening if you can. What also is uh, worth having a look at is your diet. Sometimes anti-inflammatory foods like turmeric or 
those those kind of superfoods or plants, herbs, roots are going to help. And also reducing things that are dehydrating or inflammatory like caffeine, sugar, dairy, wheat, alcohol. The meat, I keep it aside because some say it's bad for you, some say it's great, so up to you. You can do your own research. So to sum up, what helps is avoiding to spiral down into fear because it creates more stress for the body. Acceptance. Accept that right now that's how it is. Also will help with the stress. Asking if the pain uh, is serving you in some way. Or if you need a break that you're not taking. Asking the pain or the body like you would ask a child when it gets when he she gets hurt. What are you trying to tell me right now? You can journal about all these things and investigate on when did the pain first show up, what you were doing, with whom you were, etc. You can try alternative therapies, gentle movement, and maybe a cleaner diet. Let me know if you have questions. That was a longer one. I hope it helped. And take care. Thank you for listening.